Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Super pumped that I have Dr. Ann Huttington here with us today. And we're going to have a very fascinating conversation. I've been looking forward to this and, you know, you're going to get a lot out of it and I, I can't wait. So Dr. Ann, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. So I'm going to give you a moment to introduce yourself to the listener, tell them who you are. I'm giving a little hint as to why I'm so excited you're here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I'm an internal medicine physician and I finished my training over a decade ago. And it's been an interesting journey. I'll kind of give you the snapshot. There's a lot of more detail that I could share, but I trained in academia and then I came home to a, a large community-based a nonprofit health system and was an outpatient doc and an inpatient doc for the first seven years of my career. So did clinic and then every couple of months I was in the hospital rounding on patients and I loved that. It was a great opportunity. Over time, I discovered that I wasn't able to do everything that I wanted to do in medicine to help my patients really be healthy. I was great at managing chronic diseases very, you know, very well with my patients. And I was, you know, great at advocating and, and uh, you know, discussing their chronic conditions and how we could help them be healthier. But I couldn't be a health coach and a counselor and a physician and a medical assistant all at the same time in that conventional model. It was just not sustainable. And so I started looking at other realms and I discovered lifestyle medicine. And which many people, many listeners will probably be aware of, you know, healthy lifestyle, moving, exercise, sleep, stress reduction, all of those things that are tenants to a healthy life. And then I discovered a little bit about integrative medicine. And my patients would often come with these long lists of supplements. And I had no, you know, I didn't have any training on any of these things in my residency or medical school and was always wondering, you know, what are these supplements? What's the evidence? What's the safety? How do they interact with the patient's medications? What do I do with them? And I often felt at a loss to know what to do, but I was open to say, hey, if you feel like this is helping and it appears to be safe, you know, let's go with it and see where it goes. So that was kind of the backdrop of that, you know, that journey, learning about some of these things and trying to be open, trying to be supportive with shared medical decision making of my patients, but really not feeling like I had all the tools to help them. Over time, I got a little burned out with the outpatient, you know, kind of that conventional model of trying to see people so quickly, trying to manage so many different situations. And uh, so I went into hospital medicine and that I've done for the last few years. And then I've had certain leadership opportunities in quality, in peer review and patient safety credentials and in medical leadership during the pandemic. It was a crazy, crazy ride. So that's kind of the journey of my career in conventional medicine. And as I discovered these, and then we can talk a little bit more about how I got into my specific, you know, niche as we go along. But do you have any other questions about, about that journey at all? 
That's that's a really interesting journey. You've you've been to all the places, but you know what you talk about really mirrors you know some of the things that really make me go like I love physicians, right? And we were so we just want to help people, right? Like we have yep. been trained in conventional medicine. We have fifteen minutes to take care of people. We want to you know have more time. We want to. We're like they need the counseling. They need, they need the they need the coaching. They need all of these yeah. things. And we try to provide all of them, but we know we can't. And it, it just goes to say, you know, what kind of people we are. And when you hear me talking about doctors, you know, that we make great entrepreneurs. That's the reason why I say mm-hmm. that. Because we lead with service. We lead with, we want to make the lives of patients better. We want to make the world a better place. And so because of that, the only thing we're missing is how to build a business model. But if it's as far as how to serve people, I mean, yep. we're born for it, you know? We're there. So it's it's just, it's always so exciting for me to to hear stuff like that. So so then I'm going like, okay, so I hear you, right? I hear about, <laughs> you, you know, the, the phases of your journey and all of that stuff. And then the first time we got to to talk, you were talking about essential oils. And so inquiring minds want to know, like, how did we get there? <laughs> what inspired that, right? And, and at the time when people are like, what is that? That's not really, you know, all of those things, what piques your interest and why did you go all in on it? Yeah. So I always had heard of essential oils as kind of a, the aroma, the smell, you know, something that smells nice. I didn't know what it, what they did or really what they were. It was more something that sounded very woo woo to me for a long time in my practice. And I remember even sitting across from one of my patients in the exam room and she said she'd use some essential oils and, and I think she wanted to share more. I just remember sitting there looking at her and I kind of was, was leaning towards her And I raised an eyebrow, tried to keep a really straight poker face. And I just said, I don't know anything about these. I've heard they may cause some skin irritation. I don't know what they do. I don't know what the research is. And I didn't, you know, really couldn't advise her either way. She kind of left the conversation at that. She didn't push the conversation, but I left feeling like, man, you know, maybe there's something, you know, more that she wanted to say. And I, and I didn't come through. I wasn't as open. That was one experience I recall. And then over time, I was just more and more interested in integrative medicine. I had heard, you know, you always hear anecdotes of, you know, oh, this helped this person quite a bit. And I was, you know, just that research mind was just like, I don't know if I can buy that. I can't buy anecdotes, right? I can't go and I can't share that with my patients until I really know. So it was my first real exposure was a time when I was perhaps more open. And it was several years ago. My kids had just, they were a little sick. I have, you know, several kids. And uh, they were all sleeping in the same bedroom, not all of them. Several of them were sleeping in the same bedroom. And they were just, you know, had a cough, had some congestion. I knew it was self-limited. I knew we didn't need, you know, to to, uh, explore, you know, emergency options or anything like that. But I knew this could last for a few days and it could be miserable for a few days. And I was trying to see what else I could do to help them. And the thought came, you know, why don't you reach out to this person who you know has essential oils and see what she has to offer. I had no expectations at that point, you know, nothing. I didn't know anything of what these did, but she sent me home with a diffuser. So it's a little water reservoir that can basically evaporate these oils into the air. And she sent me home with some samples of several different kinds of essential oils and told me kind of fill it up with water, put a few drops of each of these in, and then you turn it on and it will, you know, evaporate in the room and cause some therapeutic benefits. 
So I was like, okay, it's probably, I knew at that point that it was pretty low risk, right? And I knew that my kids would be okay. I took it home, tried it on myself, made sure things seemed to be okay. And then I turned it on in my kids' bedroom as they were going to sleep. Didn't expect anything. I kind of hung outside in the hallway, you know, just for a few minutes to see what would happen if nothing would happen. And um, within a few minutes of actually starting to diffuse those, their congestion subsided a little bit and coughing stopped and they went to sleep. Having been through this many times before, I was expecting, you know, a rough morning, a rough night, maybe waking up a few times, but they didn't. And they seemed to be subjectively much better in the morning. And just in that time frame, as a parent, having watched this so many times with my kids before, I was like, wow, this was a significant change in the period of a few minutes. It actually did something. The light bulb turned on and I had to learn more. So at that point, I kind of, you know, took them back to my friend. I actually helped one of my other friends in a similar situation within a few days. She had similar results. And uh, I started doing a deep dive into research and into experimentation and learning a lot more and found that these were biologically active if you've got the right kind, if you know how to use them. And they could be another tool that I didn't previously have as a mom and as a physician. So it was, a, it was kind of a fascinating experience that, that it was one of those things where I was like, why didn't I do this years earlier? It could have saved me so much trouble. Anyway, that was my first exposure. So there, there's someone listening to you who's like you, right? And who is like, I can't do an anecdote. Like, tell me the science behind this. And yep. like, what, what are you talking about? Like, have you gone over to the dark side? <laughs> right? Yeah. What would you tell you before you did all this research and had all the experience and all of that? What, what, what would you say? Yeah, great question. Because I was one of those. You're right. There is increasing research to support the traditional use of essential oils and plant-based therapy that has been used in many civilizations for thousands of years. So a lot of this folk medicine, so to say, has been used in places where these plants grow the best. And they've been used to get great results for people. And the research has evolved around that to explore the therapeutic properties of these plants and of these concentrated essential oils to show really what these can do. I've taken a deep dive into this and I've explored many of the most common essential oils and have found that yes, the research does support in so many ways that these actually do what they say they do. So it's been, it's been fascinating. It has taken me years to get to this point where I feel comfortable sharing it publicly because for a long time I was like, oh man, docs still think these are snake oil. And in many cases they are when you get them over the counter and they're, you know, they're really low quality and they don't do anything other than maybe they smell okay. But, but there's a difference between the fragrance, you know, the aroma and the therapeutic value. And that's where the nerdy internist in me gets super excited about the chemistry and about the research and about blending these and what they can do. It's really fun. And docs, uh, once they start learning this, they really understand. Once you see the mechanism of action in the research, you see what some of the research shows. You're like, oh yeah, I get it. I know how to use these. Yeah. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you know, for this particular point in the episode, I'll tell you, you want to also take a look at the YouTube video because you see Dr. Ann just came alive. She's like, what? We can talk about nerdy stuff like research and mechanism of action and chemistry. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. So, so as a physician, has this had any impact on the way you practice medicine? Or is this something that you're really only able to use, you know, with friends and family and things like that? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, this is why I'm teaching docs about this because 
once we learn that we have another tool in our toolkit, we can actually apply this in so many different situations. So many clinics are using these in different ways. Many integrative medicine you know, docs are using these. Health systems are bringing these on and using them in certain situations. Anesthesiologists are using them. Sometimes in the perioperative setting, certain docs are using them. They're used in waiting rooms to kind of calm things down quite a bit. And anybody can benefit from that when things are a little stressful, when people have been waiting for a little while, there's evidence to support that. Even dentists are using these. And even in some of the dental treatments, essential oils, certain essential oils are used. So there are many different opportunities. I know that there are, you know, one of my pediatric gastroenterology friends and colleagues is using these and recommending these for his patients. Many of the oncology folks are reaching out and asking, hey, how can I help my patients? Because many of them are asking, what can I take that's natural? You know, we've got so many patients asking, you know, what can I do that's natural? What can I do before I have to do something, you know, much more aggressive? Is there something I can do? And this knowledge empowers docs to say, yeah, here's what we can do. Here's the limitations. And here's where, you know, medicine steps in and we need to use that. So there's, there's a whole host of, of different ways to use these in practice. All right. So it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot we don't know. So now, you know, I talk about taking one for the team, right? Like <laughs> the yes. things that you've gone through, you, you, you took it for the team. So everybody doesn't have to do that. And it seems like that's exactly what you've done because you've done the research for years. You've asked the questions, you've done your homework and all of those things. And you put it together in a way that docs can skip all of that and just get to the good stuff. So talk to us about how you help doctors, right? Like, cause you've, you've, you've alluded to helping doctors, like how do you help doctors, you know, get this information so that they can use it in their practices and things like that? Yeah. So because I had such a rocky journey trying to learn about these and figure this out, and it took me years to do this. I didn't want my colleagues to have to go through the same process I had gone through. So I've, I've pulled a lot of research together for docs, a lot of safety information, a lot of therapeutic benefits and research, a lot of information on quality and how to find the best quality essential oils. And I pulled it together in a course that is a CME course that's virtual, kind of self-paced for physicians and pharmacists and dentists to be able to really learn, you know, what this is, where to, you know, get the great information. It's hard to find that information out there. There's a lot of people selling these. There's a lot of companies selling these. And many of them say, oh, these work for everything. And they can't put in perspective the way that I need it put in perspective for me, right? I know what results I can get with medications, with procedures, you know, with all of those things. But I, so I need somebody to put in perspective with that. And that's what I've tried to do for my physician colleagues. It's been a journey. And as Dr. Una knows, I had a lot of fear around this for several years. I really held back and I said, you know what? People aren't going to listen. They're going to think this is snake oil. It's going to hurt my reputation or my career. But ultimately, I felt compelled to share this because I know it will benefit so many people, so many patients. And uh, I know we can further the research too. So there's a lot of potential options for everybody. Yeah. And, and, and I want to backtrack a little bit on that, right? Because, you know, there, there, there was fear around it. There what probably there is still fear around it, right? Like we work through this. We don't, we don't let the fear yeah. stop us. And, you know, the thought of I'm going to ruin my reputation, I'm going to become known as a snake oil doc and all of that. But there is something, there is, there is a why that propelled you to overcome all those fears 
to even show up with the fear and say, look, like we, we need to know this stuff. And I want you to talk a little bit more about that, right? Like what is the, what is the picture you see that is driving you to go against your fear and still get this stuff done, even at the risk of, you know, what happens to my reputation, which of course your reputation will be nothing but better, but right. <laughs> right? But, so, but what, what is driving you? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm going to back up just for a second and to, to when I was 18. When I was 18, I helped start an NGO in the country of Honduras. And I was, you know, brand new in college, didn't know much, but I was able to go and help start this NGO to help teach women business. We taught microcredit banking. Okay. I am so sorry. I'm just going to have to, I'm just going to have to, I are, I, I've always known you're amazing. Okay. But hello at 18, are you yep. teaching them business? You're talking micro banking. Hello. Like, who are you? This is amazing. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. I just have to. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first experience as a quote unquote adult or young adult, learning about the world of business, teaching women business skills who would never have been able to receive it elsewhere, helping them have collateral, get a small business loan, start their businesses, really become successful in a way that they could provide for their families. And it was also the first time I visited a refugee camp because many of these people were displaced by a major hurricane in that area. This was more than 20 years ago, but that right there shaped my desire to help people in a meaningful way, to teach them additional skills, to help empower them. Instead of just giving a, a handout, we were giving a hand up. And uh, that was kind of the first, I don't know, really the first reason that I even went into medicine was from that. And then later I had, a few years later, I had a great experience in Guatemala as well, where I met a female internist that was really able to save someone's life because of her knowledge and because she was able to use medicine to help that person and then fast forward to this part, I have always been interested in entrepreneurs. I'm always interested in, you know, how is someone building their business, scaling their business, but I've always been employed. And so this was kind of a time that I really discovered my passion for, for teaching, for helping in a way that was outside of, you know, what I was conventionally brought into. When I saw that this was a different skill set, that a different tool in the, our toolkit I realized it brought more hope to people. I realized it brought an element of control for our patients with many chronic challenging health conditions where there is potentially there aren't potentially safe options for them to feel a little better or to improve their quality of life. I also knew there was a huge gap between often what our patients wanted. If they see something natural, they're like, oh, I'm just going to try it. They don't even know what the safety is. They don't know what the research is. They're just going to try it. But docs, on the other hand, want to see the safety. They want to see the research. And there's often a huge gap between our physicians and patients. And so I'm trying to bridge that gap for, for us to come together and say, yeah, I think we want a lot of the same things. We just have to share it from a different perspective because that's how we're trained and that's how we think. So that is my why is really bridging that gap and really providing additional tools that provide more hope. Well, at that juncture, there's nothing else to say. That is amazing. I am glad that you're doing this. I'm glad you're choosing to be a visionary. And, you know, big shout out to you because, you know, being a visionary comes with some other things, whether that is being misunderstood or just the fear of being misunderstood. Maybe nobody has misunderstood mm -hmm. you yet, right? But there, there is that. But just you know, deciding there's no trail here and I'm going to create a trail. That is amazing. And how beautiful is it that 
now we don't have to say snake oil or not. We actually have data. Like we have yep. data, we have research behind it. We can make informed decisions. We can do evidence-based, like, you know, like it's amazing. So thank you for what you do. Inquiring Minds want to know where they can find you. and can find more about, find out more about your course. Yes. So my company is Give More Naturally in an effort to give more tools. And my website is www.givemorenaturally.com. That's where you'll find the course. We just closed the first cohort. So we filled that up and there's a lot of docs taking this and excited. We'll have another cohort of physicians in, in the next couple of months. Certainly join our email list. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, Give More Naturally. So yeah, I'd love to hear from people. It's been interesting, I'll say in this journey, I've had so many docs reach out to me and say, yeah, I use essential oils. I even had one doc say, I've used them for seven years. I don't need to take your course because I already know all this. <laughs> and they've already done their own journey. There's very few, but, but many of them are using them. They just don't know how and they don't know how to expand that knowledge to really get great results. So this is really fun. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Absolutely. I've been looking, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this. So thank you so much for coming on the show. For everyone who's listening, go check out her website, go check out, follow her on social media and stuff like that. And if you're listening to this and you're somewhat skeptical, I get it. Dr. Ann gets it. She was a skeptic, right? And I think the important thing is for us to just have an open mind and you can, data is data. You can always look at data. And if you're like, yeah, that doesn't add up, you can throw it away. If it adds up, you're like, hmm, let me look at this extra thing that I can add to my toolkit. So again, Dr. Ann, thank you for deciding to blaze a trail. We, and I love trailblazers. So <laughs> thank you for what, for accepting to do that. Thank you for the work you've done. And I love to see, you know, where this goes over the next few years is going to be really exciting. Thank you. I am so excited to see where this goes. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. And I agree just to share that there is skeptics out there are skeptics. We should all be skeptical of this. The market is crazy. Many of these products are not what they say they are. There is a lot of adulteration. There's a lot of contamination. There's not a lot of transparency. So please be skeptical as you look at this and really do your research and, you know, reach out to me. I'm happy to help. We can kind of, you know, get through this journey together, but, but we do need to use our medicine training to really forward this and really help change the industry. So I'm excited. All right. So we have industry disruption happening right here. And if you know me, you know mm -hmm. that, that I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> so thank you for listening, everyone. Make sure that you share this episode of the EntreMD podcast because Dr. Ann is only trying to disrupt the whole industry. Okay. So we get the word out there. It helps. Okay. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself. So I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement changing medicine one podcast episode at a time.